Good morning. It's good to have you here today at Grace Missionary Baptist Church in Springfield, Ohio. Wherever you're watching from, we're glad you're here. And I'm glad you've responded to me on our website and emails. And we've got people listening in Florida. We say thank you and hello in Texas and Tennessee and Kentucky and and several other states that have been coming in. And we're so thankful for that. We're thankful for the opportunity to come to you today on this day uh, uh, that we celebrate today. That he is our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I'm glad to day that he's my king i hope he's your king today before we get into the scripture i just want to go to god in prayer and so let's just do that right now our heavenly father God, we thank you for this day. God, we celebrate this day of the empty tomb, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And God, help us to know that every Sunday we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And every day, Father Lord God, whether it was today or wherever, Lord, if we were to go to that place today, we would see that that tomb is still empty today. And we thank you for that. Help us today, Lord God, to preach as a dying man to a dying world for father we all are except the fact that I know Lord uh, when I leave this place where I'm going I know for a certainty that I have been saved and we stand today uh, to bring God's word that all people may be saved and accept you as their savior so we thank you for that today give us words father inspire them with your Holy Spirit and help us today father uh, God to preach with conviction and conviction may be put upon all those that are listening today in a glorious day that we have in Jesus we pray and amen yes I'm glad Jesus is my king today he is a king of kings and lord of lords and and I wish I could describe him to you uh, but he's more than my comprehension of my mind he is more than the words that I have uh, but he's all of that and so much more uh, but I'm glad today uh, that we need to remember that Jesus Christ is still king of kings and lord of lords I want to read today before I get so excited uh, uh, that I get all past that uh, <laughs> it's a good place to be I feel like preaching today I feel like telling the good news of the gospel I feel like letting people know he is alive how do I know that because he's in my heart and he's alive forevermore and I hope he's in your heart and if he's not he can be in the book of Matthew, we want to read today the story written in the Gospels of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And let me simply say this, uh, uh, there before the Gospels, uh, there was a day uh, 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 that on Friday that He went to the cross and in going to the cross there, uh, that good Friday as we call it today was anything but good. Uh, but because of God's boundless love, it was the pathway to our hope, uh, the pathway to our forgiveness and to our eternal life uh, in heaven with Jesus Christ. Christ who died for us uh, so a few days ago uh, we uh, thought of Good Friday 
And Good Friday was telling us that something better is yet to come. And that something better came on what we call Easter Sunday of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And may I tell you, God's not finished yet. Something better came because the tomb was empty. And something better is yet to come again. Because one of these days, He's going to split the sky wide open. And if you've not already left this world to be with your Maker... Uh, my friend, I'm going to tell you something. One of these days, he's coming again. And so the best is yet to come still yet. God's not finished yet. And he's still working on me. And I hope he's working on you. I've been in the book of Matthew in chapter 28. Jesus had died. Uh, he'd been buried in the tomb. And they had set... Uh, 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 guards there to guard him unless they come and uh, steal Jesus they were thinking and, and then they wouldn't know what to do but I'm going to tell you it says here then at the end of the Sabbath as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week uh, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher and behold there was a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, The women fear not ye, for I know that you seek Jesus which was crucified. He is not here. For he is risen as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples. That he is risen from the dead. And behold he goeth before you into Galilee. And there shall you see him. And lo I have told you. I want to stop reading right there. There's more to the Easter story, if you will, the resurrection story there. But if you look at that, and you'll see that what God has got to offer today. And as we saw, I'm glad that He became, as He conquered the death, He became and let the world know that He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And I'd do my best to describe Him, but I'd fall and come short. I just can't put into words all that He is and all all that He can be in your life as well, and all that He's going to do. But listen here, in the midst of all that's going on, and through all over our country here, in the midst of all that is happening, I want you to know it has changed. Yes, it has. It has changed our lives. It has changed the way we gather in this church house. It has changed the way we go about our jobs. It has captivated us, if you will, and has brought fear, and has brought sickness, and even death death of unimaginable numbers uh, but I want to tell you something here of uh, this day that we celebrate is a day of good news I have good news to bring to you today I think it is no coincidence listen to me closely here I think it is no coincidence uh, listen here that right in the middle of this uh, uh, whole uh, depths of this pandemic here uh, that our calendar reminds us uh, today that we celebrate Christ 
Christ a victory over death and we celebrate the victory over the grave and we celebrate all of this here today uh, people couldn't stop him uh, the grave couldn't hold him and the tomb is empty today and Jesus Christ is our King of Kings and Lord of Lords oh listen here uh, it's a, a wonder today uh, that right in the midst of all we're going through it seems like Jesus and even through our calendar is trying to tell us listen here I have conquered death I can conquer this pandemic I can conquer all things and listen here we need to trust in him lean on him with all that we have we lean in on our own understanding and the Bible tells us not to do that but it says to trust him in all our ways and he'll direct our path today I'm here to tell you that the tomb is empty today and it was empty my friends back when they thought they had sealed it and put him in there my friend the grave couldn't hold him there the earth shook and the angel of the Lord came and rolled the stone and told Mary come see the place where the Lord laid oh I I'd like to one day uh, go and see the place uh, that tried to hold him. I'd like to go one day and see that empty tomb. Uh, but I'll tell you what I know I will see one day. I'll see Jesus Christ, the one who was in the empty tomb. I'll see him. And I know he died for me. And he's coming back. I get a little excited here. I'm telling you today, when we got Jesus Christ in our heart and life, you ought to get excited. You ought to get the fact that the, even though it's been over 2,000 years, we still celebrate the fact the tomb is still empty. Oh, how I pray today uh, that we would talk about our risen Savior who died on the cross for us who bore our sins, him that had no sins. I wish we would talk about uh, all of the uh, of the symptoms, uh, what he accepted for us. And the Bible says uh, that he took the charges against us and nailing him to the cross. I wish we would talk about how he took my place and your place and went to the cross. I wish we talk about the grave that was opened up. I wish we'd talk about the fact that he is alive forever. I wish we'd talk about that he's coming again. I wish we'd talk about that he'll save your soul. If you'll accept him as your savior, I wish we'd talk about that the way we talk about this virus. <laughs> There's a greater virus been on this earth since Adam <laughs> We don't talk about that near the way how we talk about COVID-19. The coronavirus, oh my goodness. <laughs> the Bible says, Jesus took our sins and nailed them to a cross. <laughs> you know what that's saying? <laughs> Your sins and my sins he took to the cross uh, to pay a debt uh, that we couldn't pay. And because he was the only way uh, to do and to be able to make that provision here today. And let me tell you something. Uh, we've never experienced an Easter service like this. We've never experienced, as I look out onto our congregation here today, uh, where you would be seating here our house no doubt would be full today uh, but listen here uh, just a couple that are here with us today uh, running and doing what needs to be done here today I'm telling you what if your Easter celebrations were canceled today uh, because of all that's going to be around let that be a reminder that so has your sin debt 
yet have been canceled today by God's grace and His mercy. And as He continues on, my friend, the way it is, listen here, by His grace and mercy, it's still God today. He's still on the throne. We need to celebrate and keep the main thing the main thing. (laughs) Paul said to all of this, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Listen here, regardless of what happens in this life, uh, the child of God uh, st- should stern, uh, stand stir- uh, firm and steadfast uh, through all that's happening here. Uh, we should realize that we stand upon the rock of ages uh, through all that's going through here. Uh, we should realize here uh, that greater is he that's in us uh, than he that's in the world. Uh, through all that we're happening and happening going on in all of this world, uh, that we should be wringing out our testimony testimony of why we have a peace in our hearts that passes all understanding well let me tell you something regardless I want you to know something our church buildings may be empty yeah but so is the cross the cross is empty when Mary went to the tomb she found the grave clothes. They were empty. You know why? Jesus didn't need them anymore. No, he didn't. Went to the tomb and found the tomb empty. He didn't need it anymore. I want to tell you something here. Now listen today. That's what we look at today. This virus will fade away. But I want to tell you today that God's word will stand through the ages. So we need to celebrate the fact that this Easter of this day, through all the pandemic, and through all uh, the sorrow and heartache and the tragedies that's going on. Uh, Let's still celebrate the fact uh, that the empty tomb over 2,000 years is still talked about today. Uh, What else do you know of today in all of literature uh, that has a book that is still the bestseller of all time? Uh, What else do you know of in in all of a conversation today uh, that would still be talked about today of the greatest fact of history is this uh, that Jesus Christ came as a babe in a manger and he lived upon this earth and he walked in this world and upon about the 30 years of age he started his ministry and he knew that when he came he was going to a cross and he died on the cross for you uh, but it didn't stop there uh, listen on the third and appointed morning he arose from the grave and he now he lives and he's alive forevermore what else do you know of could last that that long <laughs> the Bible says heaven and earth shall pass away uh, but my word shall not pass away Let's talk about uh, what the resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, means to you and I today as a child of God. Uh, Let's talk about uh, what that resurrection is today and what we think about that. I want us to talk about the fact that that we sing a song here at Grace that says, Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because He lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds the future. Uh, Listen here, I want you to know something today. Uh, Because he lives there's an empty tomb and because he lives he lives forevermore I want you to know something here I know without a doubt he's alive why because he's alive in me and he steers me up and he lets me know he is mine and I'm his what about you today oh my goodness 
it's easy to get sucked into the uh, 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 vacuum of despair. It's easy to get pulled into the way of discouragement. It's easy to get entrapped in the fear that's all around us here. Uh, but listen here, the Bible tells me that perfect love, it casts out all fear. I want you to know something, and there's no greater love than Jesus Christ has, and that God gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him uh, should not perish, uh, but have everlasting life today. Listen here, I've got something to celebrate today, and uh, not just the empty tomb, but because He lives. Listen here. I want to share just a couple of things with you today about what we have because He lives. Because He lives, we have His Holy Spirit living in every born-again child of God. I want to look over here in the book of St. John real quick. Let me turn over here. And if you're listening at home and have your Bible out, listen here as you would at church. Let's turn over to John 14. John 14 tells us this. Listen to what he says in John 14. I'm going to go down to about verse 15. I'll come a couple of times in the book of John probably. But because he lives as a born-again believer in Christ, we have his Holy Spirit living in us. I'm going to tell you something. Did you know that part of the Trinity of God indwells in the believer of Jesus Christ? The born-again believer. I'm not just saying the believer. The Bible tells us the devils believe. And you might say if you're listening out there today, well, I believe there's a God. But I'm going to tell you something. It's more about that. It's about having a relationship with God and if you're born again believer in having a relationship with God his Holy Spirit indwells you and listen to what he says about that in verse 15 if you love me keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that may be able to abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not and knoweth, neither knoweth him not, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you, and I will not leave you comfortless. Do you hear that? Born again child of God, uh, whatever is going on in your life right now, uh, you may be wondering how the bills are going to get paid. You may be wondering how the payment on the house is going to be made. You may listen here, let go and pray and give it to God. And he said he'd supply our every need. He'll make a way uh, when there seems to be no way. How do I know that? Because his Holy Spirit and dwells me. If you're a child of God, <laughs> we may not realize that. We may not think much about that. But the Holy Spirit of God lives in you. How great is that? As I just said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And listen to what he also said. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now listen, that's what he tells us over here. And John, I'll never leave you. I'll forsake you. I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. Listen about it today. Whatever you go through, 
Whatever trial you have to endure, uh, whatever heartache, uh, whatever tragedy, whatever sickness, uh, whatever it is, Jesus Christ, as a child of God, the Holy Spirit dwells within you. And you that, that don't have Jesus Christ, right now you can say, God, uh, forgive me a sinner. I need your saving grace. And he said, if you ask, he will come in and live with you and you can live with him. It's that simple. You don't have to go through any kind of uh, catechism, any kind of ritual, any kind of anything else. You call out to Jesus Christ, realizing that you're dead in your trespasses, realizing that you don't have Him in your heart and life, realizing that you need to be saved. If you want to see heaven as your home, and you simply do like that man that was beside Him on the cross, Lord, remember me when you come into thy kingdom. Jesus knew his heart. He knew what he was saying. (laughs) Simply ask God to forgive you of your sin and live in your life. (laughs) You say, well, I just don't think I could live a perfect life. You can't. You can't. But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. But the Bible tells us he gives us his blessed assurance. Oh, listen to me. Whatever you're going through, whatever's happening in your life, all of this, as I said, this pandemic is going to leave one day, you know. And then just like anything else, uh, then our minds get back onto our everyday life and our everyday routine. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something about that. Whatever we get back to, God is still God. He's the same yesterday, uh, today, and forevermore. Uh, so wouldn't you want to have someone uh, that's there in the storms of life? Wouldn't you want to have someone uh, that he said he'd never leave you, he'd never forsake you? You say, well, don't you feel forsaken with all your apart? of this pandemic and right in the midst of it no because I know who I have living in me and I also know uh, where I'm going when I leave this world and I know this it will be worth it all when I see Jesus you need to say amen to that out there today it'll be worth it all You see, we just focus on this here at this moment. You just focus on the here and the now. But because there's an empty tomb today, and because he's alive forevermore, you can know that Jesus Christ will get you through. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, David said, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. You're never alone, Christian. Oh, my... What a time to let our light shine. What a time to tell the story of the empty tomb. Right in the middle of all of this pandemic. Right in the middle of all of that. <laughs> Seems like he's saying, hey, the tomb's still empty, people. Hey, don't forget I died on the cross for you. You know why it's called Good Friday. <laughs> because I went to the cross for you. Well, right in the middle of it all. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And this too shall pass. Yeah, let me go on there. Because he lives, the Bible says we have his peace. I just said if we could have a peace that passes all understanding. In that same chapter of the book of St. John, I want to go up and read verse 27 of John 14. Listen here, he said, peace I leave with you. Listen real close to this verse. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. 
neither let it be afraid. Wow. You see, there's a couple of kinds of peace in this world. There's a peace that we can feel that we have because everything's okay. But then all of a sudden you get a phone call. All of a sudden you find out you've lost your job. All of a sudden you find out there's another heartache or a tragedy and the peace is gone that fast. But in the peace that Jesus Christ gives, he says, listen, the peace I give to you, it's not like the world gives. The peace I give to you, you don't have to worry. You don't have to be afraid. That's the peace that Jesus Christ gives. That's what he's offering you and I today. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Because he lives, you can have this kind of peace today. Because Jesus Christ died on a cross, was buried, and rose again on the third and appointed morning, you can have this kind of peace. I want to tell you, through all the heartache, through all the turmoil, through all the death, through all the sickness, through all the things uh, that we read of in the Bible about Job, through all the things that happened to him, he said, listen here, the Lord shall call and I will answer. Here am I. Uh, One of these days he's going to call. And regardless of what we have, if we have God's peace, it will pass all understanding. Just know that you know that you know that you know Jesus is your Savior. My friend, all else really won't matter, does it? (laughs) All else really won't matter. Well, let me tell you just another thing. Not only do we have uh, the fact that we have uh, his Holy Spirit living in us, not only do we know that we have the fact that his peace abounds with us, that he alone can give us that kind of peace, he also lets us know and he tells us because he lives and the tomb is emptied and he conquered the grave. Uh, Listen here that we have a heavenly home. Let me just stay in that same chapter and back up to the first verse of John 14. He told his disciples just before he was going to go to the cross. Listen here, Jesus knew what his tomorrow was. You and I don't know what our tomorrow is going to be. But he knew and yet he knew knowing that went to the cross. Why? The Bible said that's why he came. He came to pay, uh, to be the sin substitute for you and I, to be the propitiation for our sins. But he told his disciples just before they led him to the cross, he said, let not your heart be troubled. That's verse 1 and 14. You believe in God? Believe also in me, he told him. Then he told him this. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. (laughs) Wow. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Now listen, Thomas, one of the twelve that followed him. Thomas said unto him, Lord... We don't know where you're going. We don't know whether thou goest. And how can we know the way? What was he talking about? The way to God. How, how can we know the, the way to the place he's going? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. But by me. Not living good. Not being a good moral person. 
Not even putting money in the offering plate at your church. That don't get you to heaven. My friend, the one way to get you to heaven is Jesus Christ acknowledging the fact that he died on the cross uh, to be the remission for your sins, to pay the price that needed to be paid. And he was buried and he rose again on that third and appointed day for our justification that we could accept him and have a way to go to be with God in heaven. That's the only way uh, you'll go to heaven. That's the only way. I don't care how many memberships and how many churches you have you'll not get there that way you'll get there by believing Jesus is your savior because you ask him to forgive you of your sin come into your heart and lie my friend he said he'll never leave you he'll never forsake you yeah when Jesus died on that cross even those disciples that followed him they deserted They were hiding for fear of their own lives. They thought they'd be next. But I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) When they found out the good news of the gospel is the tomb is empty. Come see, they said. We can't go see right now the place where they laid him. But I'll tell you what they can come see. They can come see Jesus Christ living in every born again believer's life. They can see the faith of every born-again believer. They can see the faith in Christ that they have. They can see the hope, listen here, that they can have as well that every believer in Christ has. I want you to know that. That's what we have here. I'm going to read just another passage of Scripture. I'm going to come to a close here very quickly here. Uh, But I want you to know something. Jesus Christ is my King. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. I just wish I could describe Him in a way that you could say I totally get it but my words fail me he's beyond my comprehension I didn't didn't have all of that knowledge of Jesus Christ when I accepted him into my heart and life but I did have this knowledge the knowledge I had that I was lost a sinner without Christ the knowledge that I had is that I needed a savior the knowledge that I had that without him I wouldn't go to heaven let me share with you I'm going to close with a couple of verses here uh, just scattered out when you get your time today after we gather here after you finish listening I'd like you to turn to the book of first Corinthians and read the 15th chapter and if you studied here at the congregation uh, your Sunday school lesson today uh, that's where that comes from uh, but listen to what he said in the 15th chapter of first Corinthians I'm not going to be able to read the whole uh, 58 verses of this chapter or 60 I'm not going to be able to read them all but I want to just hit a few places here And I want to start, listen, I want to start with verse 12. And listen to what it says in verse 12 uh, in this 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Verse 12 uh, says this, Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen... Then our preaching is vain, and your faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he had raised not up. 
If so that be, the dead rise not. He was telling this to people who had known this, who had read this, who had seen this, who had heard of it happening, and they couldn't deny this fact. He said, For if Christ, for if the dead rise not, then is Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, and yet in your, ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep, those who have already died in Christ, they're perished. If in this life only, now here's the point I want to get to you on this. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we have all men most miserable. You see, there's a lot of people today that their hope only goes as far as their bank account. There's a lot of people today that their hope only goes as far as their comfort zone is. But my friend, my hope goes beyond anything this world can offer me. My hope goes beyond the last breath of my life. Because when I know the last breath of this life takes, whether I go to the grave or whether I'm changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye, listen here, I will be with Jesus Christ, the one who died on the cross, the one who was buried in the grave, and the one on the third and appointed time arose up out of that grave. And I want to get on over to the ascension of Christ but that's for another message and another time if I were to go there listen I'd probably be 30 more minutes and we won't do that today but I want to tell you I've read the rest of the story I know how it turns out I know who he is I know who I am do you know who you are if in this life only we have hope in Christ we'd be of all men most miserable he goes on to say in verse 20 for now is Christ for now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that sleep. For since by man came death, and by man also came the resurrection of the death. He's talking about Adam, and then he's talking about Jesus Christ. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. Isn't that great to know that? Isn't that great to know? You go on and read the rest of the story there uh, because it talks about a natural body and it talks about a spiritual body. Uh, but I'm going to come to the close here with these last. I'm going to start at about verse 50 of 1 Corinthians in the 15th chapter. This is where I want to uh, put the exclamation point on this message today. Uh, this is where I want uh, to let you rest upon the promises of God. Uh, this is where I want to give you the blessed assurance if you know Jesus, my friends, it don't worry matter whatever else is going on. David even said, Yea, though I make my bed in hell, thou art with me. There are a lot of people who say they're going through a living hell with this virus that's going around. I'm going to tell you something. It don't even compare. It don't even compare. Don't you compare uh, this virus to a living hell. You don't even comprehend uh, the harshness and the fire and the smoke and the uh, flame and the voices that are crawling out in torment and fear. Don't even compare this uh, with what awaits the one that doesn't know Jesus Christ. Let me finish here. I feel like preaching today. I'm telling you. (laughs) Now this I say, brethren. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That means what you're living in, something's got to change. My friend, this body here ain't going there. 
Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. This vile body, this life that we live, is corrupt. Through the sin of Adam, I don't care how good you are, you're born corrupt. In this body, we're corrupt. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. Now, what he means by this word sleep, we're not all going to die. Do you know that before I conclude this message that Jesus Christ may come back? I was listening to one of the greatest Bible scholars in our world today just a couple of days ago talking about the prophecies of Daniel 9 and talking about all the other prophecies and things that are happening in the book of Revelation. And he said, listen here, I believe our time is so short now for the coming of Jesus Christ. You might say, well, wait a minute, I've been hearing that a long time. That's because people have been looking. And compared to eternity, time is short. But he said it could come at any moment. And so now he's talking about that. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. We shall be changed. Leave this corruption. I want to tell you about it. In a moment and in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Woo! (laughs) Woo! I can't hardly read that without crying. I can't hardly read that without shouting. He's talking about orbit east step. I'm in that number. Are you? (laughs) Oh, goodness. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on corruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written. It is written. (laughs) Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Oh, goodness, I can't even stand still thinking about it. Oh, death, where is thy victory? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Oh, death, where is thy sting? The sting of death, it's sin. The strength of sin is the law. You say, well, I'm okay. I see what they do. I see what they do. That's your law. That's how you rationalize things. But I'm going to tell you something. God ain't coming back according to your law. He's coming back according to his word. I want to get on with it here. I'm going to get off it going again. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. That means you can't earn it. He gives it to us. He giveth us the victory. How do you get it? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, (laughs) unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. Listen here in the midst of all this that's going on in our country and around the world. It's time for the Christian to be steadfast and unmovable. And letting our light shine. Take the bushel off and let it shine. Tell them that Jesus Christ died and he arose again and he's alive forevermore and he's coming back one day. He's coming back together, the born-again believer of Jesus Christ. Are you ready? I hope if you're not ready today, 
As Paul said, without hope in Jesus Christ, we'd be of all men most miserable. Are you miserable today? Do you feel good one day and down in the dumps the next? Do you don't have anything you can solidly hold on to? Why don't you just bow your head right now where you're at with me and ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sin and to come into your heart. Receive that gift of eternal life. You say, well, preacher, I just don't think I can do all that. I don't think I could live that life. <laughs> Greater is he that's in you at that point in time than he that's in the world. So I can't do anything but with Christ, as Paul said, and I'll say it too. I'll back up what the apostle Paul said. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So if you just ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart and life, forgive you of your sin, the Bible tells us he will come in and he'll live with you and he'll allow his Holy Spirit to be in you and he'll write your name down in the Lamb's book of life and he'll give you a place in that heavenly home that I spoke about and he'll give you his peace that passes all understanding that I spoke about. <clears throat> Would you do that today? If you have, give us a, an email. Pastor Estep, P-A-S-T-O-R-E-S-T-E-P at yahoo.com. Let us know about it. Let us know. Church congregation here at Grace, tell somebody about Jesus and why you're so smiling in this day and time. Not smiling for what's happening, but smiling because you have a peace. The Bible says that passes all understanding. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for coming into my life and giving me the gift that I could not afford, the gift of eternal life, and through your Son that had to die on a cross. Thank you, God, for giving me that gift of eternal life that because your Son not only died and was buried and rose again, and God, that makes me certain of the fact that that gift is available to whosoever will. And Father, I pray today that as we celebrate the empty tomb, God, I know one day after a while, Father, that cemeteries throughout this world, graves are going to burst open. God, we that are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And your word says, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Thank you, Father, for the promises of your holy word. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. God love you. We'll see you again.